This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Governor David Patterson, another common-sense Democrat, is on, on, on the phone, and he's going to talk to us about all the crap that's going on in New York. David Patterson. The horses in Central Park. I love horses. I think they should be treated first class. They should be treated better by their owners. And that should be a requirement. But it's part of the ambiance in the city. I mean, I don't know where you stand about it. We've never talked about it. What do you think, uh, Governor? Well, when I was governor, I arranged that all the horses in the park would have two weeks vacation where they would go, you know, to the country and not be in the park. And I go through the park at least once a week, and not one of them has ever thanked me. Wow. Ingrates. They're just ingrates, Governor. Wow. <laughs> I know let me, let me tell you something. They deserve two weeks vacation. You're absolutely right. And yes, do they, they get sick leave? Uh, they take care of the horses. Well, the, the, teamsters, the teamsters represent the drivers. Uh, shouldn't the, the drivers take care of their horses uh, well enough that nobody complains? Well, you know, there's certain things that they're going to need. They're going to, you know, there's certain assistance they need because of where the horses are in the park. But it's it's kind of been a back and forth struggle for a period of time. And if it's below freezing or below forty degrees, I agree they shouldn't they shouldn't take them out. They, were, they, they shouldn't be there. Yeah, there were laws. There were laws passed. And it's above ninety degrees, ninety five degrees. Right. I wouldn't take them out again. Right. There were laws passed way back when when I was at City Hall dealing with this. Some people want to abolish that industry. For those of you who don't know, uh, Judge Weinberg previously was, uh, what were you, Chief of Staff, General Counsel, General Counsel to the City Speaker Council. of the uh, uh, of the City Council, uh, Speaker uh, Peter Malone. Right. So this was a hotly contested issue. There were plenty of people who just want to abolish the industry, and there were also plenty of people who want to save the industry, as John pointed out. Because I love those horses. It's of part course. of the ambiance in New York. So the legislation that was ultimately passed, which is compromised litigation, Legislation was to make sure if it was too cold, you, you kept them in. I and if it was too hot, and it, you gave them good, good health care, and you gave them water, and you fed them, you fed and them well. And I agree with Governor Patterson. We should give them two weeks vacation in up upstate. John, I I, I and, always uh, agree with Governor Honor, Patterson. That was done by the city council. That's I correct. Know. That's correct, yeah. Governor David. Yeah. I was saying I always agree with you. I learned that a long time ago. You know almost everything, almost <laughs> except <Yeah>. the meds. <laughs> except <laughs> having the meds Patterson, uh, there, there's originally the uh, the state, I think, did a uh, provision to have three casinos in New York City. Downstate. Uh, downstate. New York City? Or just downstate or just downstate. New York City? Downstate. So here's what happened, John. Tell in, us, 2013, in 2013, the legislature approved casino gambling. It went to a referendum of the public. It passed by a... a a much larger margin than you would think. It was almost 60-40. People voted for casino gambling, and then they did the worst thing that government could ever do. They they uh, issued four casino licenses, licenses to upstate New York. They then created a 10-year runway, and so downstate wouldn't get the licenses until 2023. The problem is 
and nothing against upstate, but there aren't the number of people circulating up there to keep a casino running. So almost all the, the casinos up there, if they're not in Chapter 11, they're real close to it right now. The other three licenses would be downstate, and that would be the greater metropolitan area. So it would be Long Island, Westchester, along with New York City. And Rockland County, I think, would be considered that as well. And right now, the state has getting ready to uh, issue an RFP for those who want to bid on those licenses. What does RFP mean? Can you explain that? The request uh, for request proposals. proposals. Well, I agree. And uh, David Patterson, uh, and right now, uh, is there any favoritism to any of your location? Have you heard rumors on? So that's what sort of came up in this New York Post article today involving Governor Hochul. I don't think that that's actually true. What's happened is that Genting, which is a Malaysian um, casino company and has a property at Aqueduct, it is a video lottery terminal. So it's not a full casino. And then the, uh, uh, there's in Yonkers, MGM has another video lottery terminal. So since they've been uh, in business for 10 years and apparently they've performed well, there's been a feeling that they would have the inside track to get two of the three licenses, and the third license is, uh, you know, would be up for a bid between a number of different groups. And for full disclosure, I work for the Las Vegas Sands Corporation, yeah. so we'd be interested. That's full disclosure. However, however I have to kind of side with the other two companies because in the bidding in the form of what the bid will be, uh, you know, that community, that activity that they already have was given a preference situation would be considered a, 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 an advantage. Right. They, they specifically so, said, in the, Governor, they specifically said in the legislation that that was one of the things they had to consider. So fundamentally, you're giving a preference to those who pre-existing operations. Exactly. And uh, the, uh, it, uh, the, uh, the process, I think, is is very good. The only mistake that I think that they made is that they want to pick the location after they pick the winners of the bid. Well, if it's those two, the one in Yonkers and the one in Aqueduct, that would be easy. But the other companies have got to go out and kind of figure out if they win the bid, where are they going to put the casino? And I think that was an egregious error yeah. on their part. Uh, Governor Patterson, hold on. We also have on the phone with us a mutual friend, Reverend Al Cockfield. And he's mad as hell about all the crime. Uh, Reverend Cockfield, are you there? I'm here, John. How are you? Good. How are you, I've, been, I've been yelling. Me and Governor Pass have been yelling about we want the horses in Central Park. It's part of the ambiance of New York City. I asked uh, Mr. Demopoulos, uh, Demos Demopoulos, who represents the Teamsters, represents the drivers of, of the horses, to come on. But he doesn't want to come on for some reason. I don't know. And uh, I love those horses. I, you know, I think they, they should they should uh, be in Central Park, but they should be treated right. That's the most important thing. It's bad that he won't come on, John, because I'd really like to hear what he has to say. There are definitely two sides to the story. Yep. There is two sides to the story. Reverend Cockfield, I, I agree with you 100%. I think you should call Mr. Demopoulos and tell him to come on the show, too. I, I will have no problem doing that. I love horses. When I was a young kid, my parents sent me up to Lake George, Word of Life, and I've been in rodeos. I've been riding horses since I was 
10 years old. And, and, they, should, and they should be treated right. We should treat Absolutely. them right. And, you know, treat them right. Should, you know, and uh, that's all. The, I think if we treat the horses right, and it's part of the ambiance in New York, the horses should be in New York. And we shouldn't we shouldn't shoot the horses down or send, by, them, or the send way, them to the glue factory. No, but that's exactly what happened. Because if you abolish that industry, where do you think those poor horses will wind up? In the glue factory. Reverend Cockfield, Governor Patterson is very much concerned about the uh, going to the subways and tell us about the crime in the streets. The Reverend uh, uh, Reverend, you live in Brooklyn. Governor lives in Manhattan. Uh, give us uh, give us uh, your version of what's going on in Brooklyn. So, so I live in, I actually live on the Rockaways where that young boy got killed the other day, 15 years old on the train, mm-hmm. right down the, right around the corner from my house. Mm-hmm. This is, this is atrocious. We, there's a serious problem with these young people picking up guns, shooting people that look just like them. It's, it's terrible. I'm sure the governor would agree. These young boys look like each other. How can you pull out a gun and shoot yourself? That's exactly what they're doing. Well, I don't encourage them shooting people look different either, Reverend. And okay. Reverend Cockfield, we've had eight murders so far on the subway. What do you what do you think about this this trend? I mean, we're seeing overall crime in New York Major City up, up. up right, almost forty percent. It's yeah. it's and who's being killed? You tell us who's it, being killed. It's it, the young black and brown community. The, the, the kids from my old neighborhood. I grew up in Harlem. Listen, it's terrible. It's awful. And you're right. It's not just it, no one should be getting a gun pulled at them at all. Right, there is a is a problem, and police officers have to come outside, leave their homes, and defend these streets. And it's a lot. It's a lot going on, and we have to get it down. We have to turn this stuff around. I think we all knew that there would be issues as a result of the pandemic, just leaving young people that couldn't go in the park and play basketball, but they're out on the streets. And when they're out on the streets, they were not out on the streets looking for libraries. They were being recruited by gangs or forming groups themselves, and this is the result of it. Now we have to counteract it with some serious action. And, uh, yes, t- taking guns away from people is important, but it's also important. But we have to lock them up. You can't lock them up. You can't let these people out. These people have been arrested for violent crimes. Why isn't Albany – why is, isn't Albany allowing us to lock up the violent criminals? It's terrible, John. We have listen. I, I, unfortunately, I guess people have to wait till something bad happens to them, uh, close to them. They suppose they should take care of this bail situation because if you pick up a gun, if you're doing a violent crime, you're picking up a knife, a pole, anything that hurts somebody, inflict pain on someone else, you need to be locked up. You should well, not be walking around. Well, the they, they had. Let me let me just say something before because we only have a minute left. We have the uh, coming up the hard break. Uh, hasty. The head of the assembly has his district in the Bronx. I understand he called the police department or the mayor's office or somebody. I don't know where I heard it from. He, he, and, and he complained he doesn't have enough people in his district. Give me a break. People or police? Enough of police in his district. Wow. Listen, everybody. He's complaining to the police department. Well, John, that might be wow. a step in the right direction. Well, Thank you, guys. Thank you, Reverend Cockfield. We'll have you on again this week. And Governor Patterson, we'll see you in the office. And God bless you guys. And thank you for trying to help New York. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 